You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Just because a person is popular or famous don't mean they know what they're talking about. <laughs> That's a fact. Because the fact that people still refer to us as a celebrity, I st- I'm a regular old girl from Brooklyn. Facts. Round the way. Facts. And I don't necessarily care to hear what everybody got to say about everything anyway. Deadass? Deadass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellis's. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. (laughs) Oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we Mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Dead ass starts right now. Okay, story time. So I'm going to take y'all back to 2020. 2020. Oh. 2020. 2020, 2020 was, was the... The minute you hear 2020, Yeah, like, that was the year, whew. boy. That was the year. I'm, I'm glad we got it. But um, we were going through... A lot as a as a community of people, mm-hmm. um, all and over the world. I remember how these things happen, mm-hmm. right? And in order, Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, had passed away literally in our backyard. We were living off off of Las Virginis in Calabasas, mm-hmm. and it was foggy. And Kobe Bryant had passed away. Mm-hmm. Jackson was going to the Mamba Academy mm-hmm. two times a week when we first moved to LA, and he couldn't wait to meet Kobe. That happened. Yeah. Two weeks later. Pop Smoke mm-hmm. from Brooklyn, uh, our community from Canarsie gets murdered in L.A. Mm-hmm. It was like two weeks, that, that. Then George Floyd happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jackson asking me, Jackson saying to me, man, everybody's just dying, mm-hmm. right? After that happened with George Floyd, we were also dealing with the pandemic, mm. right? Don't forget March. It was just, it was, it was, a, it was everything was happening at, at the same time. And kids went virtual. Kids went virtual. It was a lot. Kids went virtual. We were out of school. Yeah. And I remember at one point I had I was making posts, but then I had put my phone down because Jackson was really struggling with the fact that everybody was dying. Mm -hmm. He was asking me, um, the NBA had went on 
a break. And then when they came back, he was asking me a bunch of questions like, why keeps everyone keeps saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter? So I was focused mm-hmm. predominantly on making sure that my son un- understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been on social media for like six or seven days. Mm-hmm. And I came back on social media mm-hmm. and I seen a whole bunch of text messages, uh, no, a whole bunch of DMs from, from and tags from people saying, um, DeVal doesn't care. He hasn't said anything mm-hmm. about what happened with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And... People are saying, oh, this is why I don't fuck with y'all no more. Y'all got too Hollywood. Y'all don't care about the people in the community. And at first, I was I was taken back. I was pissed because at first I was like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Like, right. like you and I have always spoken up and talked about things that matter, especially within the community. Mm-hmm. But then and another part of me was just like, man, fuck y'all. Because I was worried about my son, my family, like yeah, like real life, like real stuff. life, like the yeah. like the social media is not a real place, bro. You can't tell people that. You cannot. You know tell what I'm saying? That. They, yep. Like me, like me not choosing to make a statement had nothing to do with me deliberately deciding that I wasn't saying anything, mm-hmm. but it had everything to do with the fact that wait, we're virtual learning. Right. We just moved to L.A. Right. You know, two people that Jackson like looked up to, who were kind of like his little idols at the time, him being eight years old, had passed away. Right. I was concerned about how that was my impacting son. his mental health. You know, and, and not for nothing. <laughs> and it our was, mental health holding was, us together. It was this bad. He was reading Charlotte's Web at the time. Mm-hmm. And remember, oh, yeah. Remember, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte had died. Yes, yes, yes. And he broke down because it was like everybody keeps dying. These were the things that were really going on in our life at the mm-hmm. time. And no one outside of our family cared at all. Some of most of these people were were nice people, but some of the comments were just like, "Y'all don't care. Y'all just turn your back on y'all the community." Y'all have nothing to say. Nothing to say. I'm like, bro. And I was like, damn, like that's how y'all feel. Mm-hmm. And that shit really pissed me off. Me too, because you know I'm quick to be like, we ain't doing this shit no more, because I didn't want to start doing it no how anyway. <laughs> so for karaoke, mm-hmm. I'm gonna sing this. Little one part of the song because it has a part that I like, but also has my city in it. I came up with it. You did. So you want to start? You want me to start? Want me to start? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> start spreading the news. Because that's what they want you to do on social media, child. I'm leaving today. And we was ready to pack our bags and leave social I media. I want to be a part of it. We did not want to be a part New of it. New York. New York. Yeah, go up New York every time, baby. Every time. That's the only reason why I agreed to sing that part of the song was because yeah. Kadeen brought up the New York, New York part. I did. And it's like spreading the news because what? News goes like wildfire on social media, whether you like it to or not. What do they say is the span, the lifespan of like anything that comes out on social media, like big 72 news, hours. 72 hours and then people forget 72 about it. 72 hours and they forget about it. But there's some things that drag, child. There's some things that drag and we are held against our will. And <laughs> unfortunately, things just keep going and going and going. Let's let's pay some bills. Yeah. All right. Let's pay some bills. Let's come back and let's let's discuss celebrity decorum. Mm-hmm. When is the right time to say something or not say something? When and you how have a platform, yeah. Are we as people supposed to feel about celebrities choosing to or not to say something? Right. And thereafter judging. Yes. We'll be back, y'all. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. 
That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. So back to story time. So I just, I want to say this, and I want to preface this by saying this. Um, Kadeen and I often say that we don't feel like we're celebrities because we honestly don't. Until DeVal uh, goes to court and then is thrown out of court. Right, because... y'all seen that. I got the, yeah, right, right. Y'all, Did y'all catch that's the, that's the y'all Instagram seen that. story? Y'all yeah. seen that. All right, because people wanted uh, photographs while I was actually in court. Right. You're not supposed to have your phones out. Order in the court. Order in the court. But um, I do have empathy for both sides. For sure. And I want to discuss For sure. both sides. Um, For sure. Being that people have said to Val, okay, it's, it's past the point of you saying you're no longer a celebrity. People recognize you. People know who you are. Mm-hmm. I'm on two number one shows on television. I have but, a but, huge but, but, following on 
social media. My wife has a huge following on social media. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll receive yeah. that title. We get it. I'll receive it. <laughs> um, Thank you, y'all. I'm not ecstatic about it. I'm not elated yeah. about it. Um, yeah. In part because I feel like social media has changed the way I view celebrities. This, yeah. is, this is just me personally. Yeah. Same, but um, same. I share the same sentiment. For example... When we were growing up, in order to be a celebrity, you've had to have accomplished something substantial mm-hmm. um, in order for people to recognize you as someone who needs to be celebrated. Absolutely. And I, what I appreciated in the in our in our day, back in our day, <laughs> it sounds so old now, but what I appreciated at that time pre-social media was almost like the mystique that some celebrities had when it came to their personal life or it came to their personal views. It's like you didn't necessarily know or have access to or expect for them to always speak on everything that was happening in the world. Because let's face it, now requiring or wanting folks who have a platform or who have celebrity or who have a following to have to say something about every single thing that pops up, you may not be qualified to speak on it. May may not. Most, most of True. most celebrities are not qualified to yeah. speak on the things that they speak on. And personally, I don't care to hear about it, but I do think there's a contingent of people on social media who just look to see who is going to post about what. Absolutely. When there's a cause. Absolutely. Because and, and this is this is just the truth. This is not me making this up. The truth of the matter is, is that, that in recent times, you can become popular or a celebrity for literally doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. There are people on social media who became famous for reposting fight videos. Right. Right? So now they're considered a celebrity. They have four or five million viewers or followers, and they're considered a celebrity. So now when things happen, the people who follow them are saying, are you going to speak up on this? Mm -hmm. I don't care what a person who posts fight videos for a living has to say about politics. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's not, to me, there's no value in that voice Mm -hmm. because realistically- their celebrity, what have they accomplished to be considered a celebrity? Mm-hmm. And that goes back to why I or you don't mm-hmm. feel like we're celebrities. We feel like we're continuously growing our brand. Mm-hmm. Now, being a number one show, being a New York Times bestseller, having a Webby Award winning podcast, we have accomplished things now to where we can receive, you know, we can receive those compliments of being considered a celebrity. Yes. Now, right. Now, in 2023. In the most humble way possible. In the most humble. But in 2020, I did not feel that way at the time. For sure. uh, Sisters was not number one. Zatima didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't win our Webby Award until middle of 2020. Mm -hmm. And we hadn't written the book yet. Mm -hmm. So at the time, I just felt like we were a popular couple who made videos. Yeah. So when it came time for me to focus on my son Mm -hmm. and my wife, who you were struggling dealing with the fact that you have a family of... Black men, yeah, three black men. You have a brother, a dad. You have uncles. You have a stepfather. I'm not stepfather. You have a a father-in-law. You have a brother-in-law. You were concerned about what was happening in the world at the time. We weren't focused on social media. No. So to come back and to be attacked by certain people, not everyone, Mm -hmm. attacked by certain people for not making a statement or not even being able to give a chance to make a proper statement, Mm -hmm. really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And there were two things. The first thing I was going to do was be like, man, fuck y'all. I say what I want and, you know, go into my Brooklyn petty bag. Yeah. But then part of me was like, you know what? You have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. You've amassed this following. Mm-hmm. You do have a responsibility to let people know how you feel about something if you choose to, Deval. Right. If you choose to. Like right. you have a resp- If you choose 
to tell people you have that responsibility to be clear and concise with your feelings. Mm -hmm. You can't say something rambunctious and just... So after settling for a couple of days and you and I talking about it, I started to just be serious and real about how I felt and just spoke from a humane place. Mm -hmm. And even in speaking from a humane place, my opinions about things during 2020 were picked apart. Oh, for sure. Because why? They're looking for you to take a side. I think that's what ultimately what a lot of people look right. to is for you to take a side. Yes. And then when you do or do not take a side, so if you take a side, right, mm -hmm. then the side that you don't take is like, you're oh, the enemy. you're the enemy. Yes. And then if you make a statement that is for humanity or for, you know, the you cause, wishy -washy. you're not taking a stance. You're not taking a stance. You're so your opinion is going to be picked apart regardless. Well, there's a reason why. And I think people need to understand this. This is what celebrities go through, mm -hmm. right? When you are a popular person or a person that is celebrated by people, the people who are celebrating you typically believe that they are the ones celebrating you, not realizing that you are being celebrated by a diaspora of people, mm -hmm. right? Take Deadass Podcasts. The people who listen to Deadass Podcasts may think we are only listened to by black millennials. Oh, no. Heterosexual black millennials, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what we are. Because that's what we are. Yeah. That's what they feel. That's what they represent. No. Our audience is mm -hmm. homosexual, trans, um, Gen Z. Mm -hmm. We also have some Gen X. Mm -hmm. We have older people who are we got some 50, baby 60. boomers. They're not all black. Mm -hmm. We have we have white, Asian, Indian, Hispanic, um, or Latino, Latin X. I think that's the correct term. Latin X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, we have different religions. We sure do. We have different cultures. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody who supports us isn't Southern black. Right. Or isn't West Indian. Right. We have people from all over the world. Right. And all of those different people have different perspectives and walks in life. Mm -hmm. So when something happens, all of those people who support you expect you to say something in agreement with the way they live their walk of life. Right. Not realizing that there's thousands of different walks of life who listen to the same program. Mm -hmm. so, so how is that even possible for us not. to begin, <laughs> for anyone it's to not. begin to say something that every single person is going to agree with? And let's, let's face it, at that point, no one's really looking at it from a, a subjective space, right? No, they want you to speak to validate them. and, and mm -hmm. confirm what they believe mm -hmm. about what they're going through. Right. And, and a lot of times they even dehumanize you because you're no longer... A, for example, a black heterosexual mom from the Caribbean and from Brooklyn. Now you're Kadeen, the person who I watch. So the fact that you're black and a female heterosexual and grew up seven day Adventist, none of that matters to me. Mm -hmm. You're just Kadeen. Mm -hmm. But I, for example, I may be a, mid a middle American white man. Mm -hmm. I expect Kadeen to empathize with me. I don't care right. what Kadeen is going through. Right. Right. And the reason why I say that is because. I had made a comment about people caring more about buildings that were burning mm -hmm. during 2020 mm -hmm. than the black bodies who were burnt or killed or ravaged or raped or shot during times during this country mm -hmm. when lynchings were allowed, mm -hmm. right? When, when no one says anything about that, but now it's like, oh my God, the buildings, the property. Mm -hmm. To me, it just felt like you you were dehumanizing us as black people. Mm -hmm. Then I had some followers who followed me who said, who felt like I was creating a divide mm. because I didn't care about the property <laughs> owners. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> I'm not speaking to the property owners. I am a black man who watched a black man get his head kneeled on until he died. 
my sons watched that because it was on the news and because it was 2020, everybody was watching CNN we every home. day. Yeah, everybody it was, was home. traumatic. Yeah. So I was con- concerned about me and my family, mm-hmm. but no one was concerned about me and my family. They were concerned about what comment I was going to make to right. make them feel better about what they were going through. Right. And I think also, too, if I'm looking at the perspective of the folks who um, don't have the platform, right? Sometimes they just want you to use your platform to bring awareness yes. or to educate. So yes. in sometimes doing that, that in itself gets, gets misconstrued, right? Because if I'm just putting information out there, because I know I have, for example, me, 1.3 million people who um, support mm-hmm. my page, then I do sometimes feel a responsibility to yes. just educate the masses on certain topics that are yes. close and near and dear to me. For example, even just, you know, my philanthropy work with St. Jude, which is yes. something that I, like moving forward, That's I want to do you. more posting about, is dear to me. Yeah. Some people may scroll past that because they're like, I don't have the sickle cell trait. I never really right. heard about sickle cell. Or you may have people that say, man, I didn't hear about sickle cell, but I'm of Caribbean descent. I didn't know that so many people from the Caribbean descent have that trait. I didn't think about how it would impact people. So then I'm putting it out there to bring awareness. So I do understand when some people who um, feel like people who have followings or who are popular or have some sort of celebrity should speak on certain topics just to bring awareness to that. Um, And I saw something on social media interesting as we're talking about it. And it was a meme that was going around more recently. And it said, some people are posting on social media. Some are protesting in the streets. Some are donating silently. Some are educating themselves. Mm-hmm. Some are having tough conversations with family and friends. Mm. A revolution has many lanes. Mm. Be kind to yourself and to others who are mm. traveling in the same direction. That's and I'm deep. just like, that was so, so important to me because I'm thinking about everything happening now. And I'm like, you and I have people who we know are directly impacted. Yeah. By a lot of current events. Yes. Like as in like immediate family. Yes. Impacted. Yes. On different sides. On different sides. Yes. And we've chosen to be a blanket of prayer, comfort, support. What do you need in this moment for the people who we know in this moment? Yeah. So people may think we're being quiet about it because we just want to be, but we know some people who are directly impacted and that's how we're choosing to lend our support. Yeah. But if it's not for the, and then if we were to say, oh, I'm, you know, taking this over to my neighbor who may be struggling, then it's like, oh, now you're clout chasing because you're now advertising the fact that you're trying to support or help. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And it can be really difficult and draining at the same time. It is. It is. But but also people fail to realize that social media is extremely divisive Mm -hmm. because there are no checks and balances. When we were growing up, all of the media outlets, and this doesn't make it any better because we That's now know too. that the media outlets are all controlled, yep. but you had to have a cited source that people could trust to be on television, mm-hmm. right? You had to have a cited source or be a cited source to, yeah. to have a show on air. Yeah. But now, anybody with millions of followers can just drop any type of information anybody in the internet and people will just believe it because sometimes the lie is more entertaining than the truth. In and most cases. I'd rather just run with the lie because it's just mm-hmm. something fun to do. Oh, for sure. And I'm I'm starting to realize that in this generation of people, more celebrities are choosing to not be divisive because they realize in a world where you can edit, cut, 
hyperimposed. If you AI. say something, AI, if you say something, if <laughs> yeah. you if you do something in front of the camera, they can manipulate your image, mm-hmm. your words, mm-hmm. your likeness to for all Click of me. their good. And even if it's proven after the fact that that wasn't you, the fact that it was already out, the damage is already done. Oh my gosh. Because if they got millions of people to follow it, so a lot more celebrities Absolutely. are saying, I'm not even giving them content to use me as a way to be divisive. Oh my goodness. And the older For the sure. older I get, but the the more that we get a chance to meet people who are in higher mm-hmm. parts of and this is the truth. You think you're famous when you're on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. You think I have a famous friend of mine who I won't say their name mm-hmm. because I don't want them, I don't want people to look at them and feel like they think they're bigger than they are. But mm-hmm. this is the truth, right? If you're popular and you say something or do something that ends up on the shade room mm-hmm. you feel big right mm-hmm. i was on the shade room they said this the blogs got me the blogs when you feel powerful some people when they make a statement it ends up on cnn mm-hmm. it ends up on bbc mm-hmm. msnbc you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying it becomes world news because that person is so influential mm-hmm. that when they make a statement it matters to people mm-hmm. I see how people who have that type of influence are very selective about what they say Mm -hmm. because they're, and this is what the person told me, you are not going to use me to divide any group of people. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's my people or if it's people that I'm not related to. Right. You're not going to use me. Mm -hmm. And I want to say this particularly for what's happening now. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to someone speak on a war Mm-hmm. Or you listen to someone speak on a couple's marriage. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that there is an intense amount of research and time that that goes into understanding all the nuances of war and all the nuances yeah. of a marriage for anybody mm-hmm. to give an opinion without taking the necessary time to understand everything in totality is unfair to those people mm-hmm. who are involved in the war unfair to those people who are involved in the marriage, but it's also unfair to the people who you are spreading the information to. Mm. Like, and, and when I say take so time, convoluted. the things that are happening now, you can't learn in a day. Oh my gosh. Un- understanding Which what's what happening. Which is what we're learning. We're, yes. Yes. You can't learn in a month. Yep. You can't. Yep. For, for example, people's marriage. People have been married for over 40 years. You think it'll take you a month to figure out why these people have <laughs> issues? Based no. off of what they share. Right. Because think about it. There's a lot of stuff happening that you, this is what people are choosing to share. So think about the stuff that you don't know that went into this. Yes. Or if you're just seeing one side of something, right? Like us choosing to educate ourselves on certain things now, it's just like, wow, I had no idea. And this stuff is dating back to before our parents and grandparents were born. Yes. And it's so much to unpack and it's so much to even digest you know, as an individual, then much less feel like you're trying to digest that you're continuously learning yes. and then not saying the wrong thing so that the person, the, the, the masses yes. then feel like you're either taking a side or you're just completely uneducated at that point, because that's another thing. That's another thing. That's another layer of it is, is speaking on topics that you are literally not educated or well-versed in speaking on, yes. but then just feeling like it's a hot button topic right now. So I have to say something because people are looking to, for me to say something, you know? I even think about me in this moment choosing to really be there personally for people who I know. And then I'm also dealing with the loss of my uncle that I haven't even, you know, publicly put out on on social media either. But some people may be looking at me like, oh, my God, Kadeen's been so quiet for the past two weeks. Oh, she has nothing to say about this war or anything. Yeah, because I just lost my uncle. My mom's brother passed away. 
and I haven't said anything publicly because I, I'm dealing with You're it. Dealing with in, it. I'm dealing with it, yeah. right? The last thing I want to do right now is be on anybody's social media. So right. if I was to put my phone down like I really have done for the past two weeks because my family and I are grieving in our own way, there's some things that I might not even know yeah. about yeah. that's happening, you know? So no one takes that into consideration no. when they're looking for people with a platform or with some sort of celebrity to speak during a particular time. Let's look at some facts and stats. Um, in 2019, there was a survey done that 65% of respondents said that political endorsements from celebrities have no bearing on their voting decisions because we actually are going into a year, yes. um, a voting year now. Um, so that's interesting to know. 24% said that celebrity endorsements would make them less likely to vote for the celebrity's preferred candidate. And only 11% said that a celebrity endorsement would make them more likely to vote for that candidate. So does it really have an impact what the celebrity that you follow or like say when well, it comes to politics? I, I I will say this, right? Um, When I look at these surveys, they this, is, this is the truth. No, I be feeling like <laughs> these surveys be trash. You yeah. know why people say one thing and click another? True. So in a survey, I'll say it don't matter. Yeah, have you ever done one of those personality tests where they like ask you different questions in different ways to see if you're like consistent or if you're lying? You're like kind of lying a, a about A while ago, I think yeah, in college. Yeah, I feel like maybe college. when I applied for a job or something yeah. like that. But like you said, it's a similar thing. They're going to think one thing, they're going to click something else. If you ask the question a certain kind of way, you're going to get a different response. So it's never really consistent. I'll, I'll say this. I think popularity is what got Donald Trump in office. Mm -hmm. A lot of people liked Donald Trump. A lot of people didn't like Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact. Mm -hmm. Like the Clintons at the time were not America's favorite people. Mm -hmm. You know, and then Donald Trump had a history of being popular amongst hip hop. Mm -hmm. He was in a bunch of rap songs, he was in mm -hmm. a bunch of music videos, he was in a bunch of movies. He had his own TV show. He was popular. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a celebrity. He literally was a celebrity. Ronald mm -hmm. Reagan was a celebrity. Arnold Schwarzenegger was a celebrity when he became the governor of California. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they weren't the most qualified to do the job, but right. it is proof popularity that popularity matters. Yeah. You know, and, and when people say it doesn't matter because it sounds like the right thing to say. Mm -hmm. So when you go to fill out a survey and they ask you, would you vote for someone? Because, of course, this is the right thing to say. No. Mm -hmm. But I really like that guy. So right. I'm going to vote, but I'm right. going to say no. Right. I think that's what happens. For sure. I can see how that definitely becomes a trend after a while. All right. Let me ask you a question. Sorry. Yeah. Do you ever feel pressure not to reveal your humanity on social media? Like, like, do you ever feel like I'm afraid to show my humanity because in looking vulnerable in this is going to open up so many doors that I just don't want to open? I don't necessarily feel that revealing my humanity in social media, like, like I can't be vulnerable, vulnerable per se, but I look at it this way. I feel like I share a large portion of my life with people on a day-to-day -day basis. Again, it's curated. It's what I choose to share. Um, it's what we decide as a family to share. Some things I feel like are for me. Some things I legitimately just feel like are for me. And the way I feel about certain things, the way I deal with certain things um, are not necessarily for public consumption all the time. You know, and I feel like if I'm always constantly running to social media to post every bit and piece of my life and my day, that's in part why, like, I haven't even done the subscription, for example. A, people, a couple of people say, why don't you do a subscription or close friends right. where people pay to see, like, you know, your day-to-day, -day, the entire day. And I'm just like, no, like, people don't necessarily need access right. to that. And I just feel like some things need to be kept for me because I'm dealing with things in my own way, you know, 
I feel like I'm a small speck in this world. Um, people don't necessarily need to or care to hear about right. how I feel about certain things. Right. Um, because I know sometimes when I scroll through social media, I'm like, I don't necessarily care to hear what you have right. to say about it, whether you're popular, famous or not. Right. Um, and I just keep scrolling. So I just feel like some things I just want to reserve for myself, especially when it comes to like core values and and things like that. We have our podcast where we do speak a lot of about a lot of things that matter yeah. to us. And we give our you know two cents generally on certain topics, but... Some people just don't deserve to have access to that because I choose to keep some things to myself. I feel you. How about you? I'm honest with people on social media. If I feel a way about it, I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. But I don't share a lot. I don't share as much as people think I share. Right. right? Or as, lot, as much as you used to. As much as I used to. No, I don't share as much as I used to because I also understand the responsibility that comes with this platform. Mm-hmm. right? And I don't think it just has anything to do with the platform. Mm-hmm. I think sharing is naturally what humans do. Mm-hmm. Right. If I wasn't a content creator, that's what that's what it's been labeled now, right? Content creator. Mm-hmm. Say I was a rapper, I would rap about my family, mm-hmm. right? If I was a painter, I would paint my family. So through content creation, I share my family because that's what's most important to me, right? If you look at rappers who get famous or do well at what they do, they share in an artistic form what's important to them. Right, take Fifty Cent for example. He shared how the drug game helped him develop his business skills. Okay. Jay Z shared the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. LL shared his uh, romanticism with with women, right? Mm-hmm. And also the fact that he's tough. Like Mama said, "Knock you out, don't play with me." People share what's important to them. Since my family is important to me, I also have to take into consideration what about my sh- my family isn't safe to share. Mm-hmm. So I can't share everything. Right. Right. But I'm also very deliberate about how I critique other people who share. Because mm-hmm. that's another part of this, right? Mm-hmm. We did a podcast about Aisha Curry and Steph Curry. Remember that whole issue they had? Mm-hmm. We did one about Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, mm-hmm. right? People constantly give me ideas. How come y'all don't talk about Will and Jada? Mm-hmm. This is why. Remember we talked about understanding people's relationships? Mm-hmm. We are not experts. Nope. In Will and Jada or ASAP and Rocky or Aikisha and Steph. Mm-hmm. So since we're not experts, I don't feel qualified to speak on what they're going through. Right. Or to pick it apart. Only thing we could speak on is people's responses mm-hmm. to what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But when you think about that, that makes it more divisive. Mm-hmm. Right? How you feel about what other people are going through says more about you than what they're going through. Mm, that's interesting. And what I've learned through social media is that I can't expose myself often without tearing down someone else. Right. And that's just not how and we're that's made not, up. Yeah, that's not that's how not, what I want to do. That actually goes against everything that we we believe right. in. Right. I just actually. don't I don't want to pick a side yeah. all the time. Yeah. I don't want to say this person is wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel this person is wrong all the time. And think about how much we we've evolved in that. When we sit with our groups of friends, and I mean like our close-knit groups of friends, like our core people, which is like adopt. It's not even a circle anymore. Right. 
We're not talking about that stuff. No. We're not talking about gossip. We're not talking no. about the shade room. We're not talking about what's new and current events that has to do with somebody's love life or somebody's parenting no. way or anything. We're talking about like progression kids. and like kids. And what like, can we do better to be parents? Yeah. Like these are the conversations that we have with, you know, family unpacking stuff. Like there's a lot more that goes into the conversations that we have with our core people. Yeah. When I was thinking about everything happening back in 2020 with racial injustice and everything that we were speaking about, the pandemic, we pretty much dedicated a season of our podcast to speaking about these topics, sometimes bringing in guests who were more well-versed or more yeah. experts in certain things that we weren't well-versed on to speak on these things. And it was like our lowest... When you look at the numbers, yeah. it was our lowest numbers in terms of podcasts listened to in all of our seasons. So you think about some things are being just performative because it's like you feel like you have to say yeah. something, but do people really listen to it? Do people really care? Are y'all really listening to what we have to say? Do you really want to educate yourselves? Like some people just don't care to hear that, but they want to know that it was done to say that my celebrity person has spoken on it. Right. I, I agree with you, but I also feel like people want an escape. Right? Yes. Like if you're a black man in America yes. and you watch George Floyd get murdered, you don't want to sit here and listen to podcasts all day about black men being murdered or black Very women true. being murdered. Very true. I deal with that in my life every day. Very true. And that's what we saw happening too. Right. So it's like, not that you don't want to give more attention to it, but it's like, that's not what people are coming to our pages for necessarily. Some people just want an escape from, yeah. the, from the everyday atrocities that happen. Yes. And to piggyback on what you said before... We do have some friends who are super celebrities. And when we get together, we don't talk about current events. Mm -mm. So when y'all are expecting that a celebrity should be keen on this pop culture phenomenon in the moment, mm -hmm. that person may be focusing or dealing with some real life issues. Like they have children. <laughs> you know, right. their mom is sick. Right. Their uncle has passed away. Yeah. So in, at times where you feel like this celebrity deserves, oh, oh this, this, this celebrity owes us their voice, that celebrity may not even be thinking about what you guys are thinking about. At all. And they're not trying to distance themselves on purpose. For sure. But it's, it's just the truth. Like every pop culture phenomenon is not everybody's favorite topic of discussion. No. And if you put your phone down for three days, considering a news cycle on social media lasts 72 hours, you might miss something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thanks. Unless it's something ongoing. So do you think that like the perception that certain celebrities have will keep their fans from seeing them in a certain light? What like, you how, is it, how is it convoluted at that point, right? Because say, for example, your favorite celebrity does not align or agree with your views on something. Do you then just completely stop supporting them and whatever it is that they do, whether it's entertainment or sports or anything, because some, now some I'm seeing do. some. I'm seeing some. some celebrities speak out, and they're on a side clearly, whether it's because they, you know, it's their background, it's their religion, whatever it is. And then you have people just like, I'm just not gonna continue to support you, or I'm I'm unfollowing you now because well, this is one topic we don't agree upon. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like the the whole unfollow button has always been exist. It's always been in existence. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just now people can say I'm unfollowing you for that when, one reason, for though. that one reason. But back in the day, if a celebrity said something that people didn't like, they didn't have to announce that they were unfollowing them. They just stopped watching their stuff. Right. Right. But but here's the truth, though, in being a celebrity. You have your core audience. Mm -hmm. There's very few celebrities that. Has the whole world behind them. Mm -hmm. Very few. Mm -hmm. You you take the biggest names, the biggest names like a Beyonce. Mm -hmm. She has her people who adore her. She has some people who hate her. 
Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Have people who adore her. Have people who hate her. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People love him. People hate him. Denzel Washington. A lot of people love Denzel Washington, but then there's a lot of people who just be like, Denzel's too standoffish. We don't know the real Denzel. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. You have your people who support you when you are authentically and genuinely yourself. The only time you start to feel like you lose, like people's perceptions change is when you've presented yourself as something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And now you have to continuously live with that your whole life. And then the minute you say, you know what, I'm tired of playing this person and mm-hmm. I want to be who I really am, mm-hmm. that's when you lose people. Because I think also, too, people want to hold you to a standard when you do have certain celebrity, right? And it's crazy because people can't separate the two. Right. For example, they can't separate, for example, the ball player, right? Mm-hmm. The basketball player and what he does as an entertainer. Right. In that space from what he may believe on a social as issue a or a cause right. as a person. And it's like some people can't can't detach the two. Well, they do you can't know separate why? the two. You know why? Why? Because of entitlement. Mm. Now in this day and age, it's like I watch your games. I watch your shows. I want to see who you are on social media. Right. I want to see you as a real person. And when you don't have a social media as a celebrity, then they say you're hiding something. Right. But then when you do have social media and you post about your stuff, they may not like some of the stuff you post. Or it's like, oh man, their content is so curated. We don't know who the real Beyonce is, for example. We don't know anything about her personality. Well, I mean, no, because you're supposed to know Beyonce the entertainer. Yes. And then you have some people that are like, no, I want to know Beyonce the person. So any little bit that she does give, and I think that's the beauty in what she does, the little that she does give inside to her personal life, people eat it up because they're like, wow, she actually let me into a little bit of her personal space to see what that's like. And I think that's what celebrities back in the day had the, that was the beauty in being it because people just knew you as the entertainer. They didn't have I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Um, I think social media has opened up the world to people who, for 30, 40 years, we didn't get a chance to really know who they are. Oh, yeah. For sure. But now we get a chance to see who they really are. Mm -hmm. And some people don't like who they really are. Right. They like the persona. They like the celebrity. They like the image. (laughs) The image, yeah. Which is what brands have been telling celebrities from the beginning. Right. It's like... If you want to continuously make money, mm-hmm. if you want to continue to do what you do at a high level, mm-hmm. you have to present an image that people will like because people don't like humans. People don't like flawed versions of the superheroes they see. Absolutely. Which is crazy, right? Think about this. Remember the movie Hancock? Yeah. With Will Smith? Yeah. He was a hero. He mm-hmm. had superpowers, but he mm-hmm. was flawed. Mm-hmm. So remember when, what's the white guy's name? Jason Bateman? Probably, yes. I think it's Jason Bateman, yes. yes. When Jason Bateman came over to Hancock as the image consultant, Mm -hmm. and he said, hey, if you want people to like you, you got to act this way. And he said, I don't fucking like people. (laughs) Right. If you think about how real, if you think about how real that movie is, Mm -hmm. you could be a superhero, a god, but if you act like a human acts, they don't like you. Mm. So you don't like that I'm flawed like you. Uh-huh. You don't want me to be flawed as a celebrity. Because escapism, right? Think think about People it. People want to see something that they're not. Yes. Yeah. So when they see a celebrity, it's mm-hmm. just like, no, that person is rich and powerful because they're not flawed like mm-hmm. me. How do I get rid of all of my flaws to be like that person? Then when they find out that that person is just as flawed as them, it's like, oh, my life is over now. Mm-hmm. Or they say, yo... I can relate to this person because I'm the same way. But that, but but here's the thing. That's what celebrities were thinking. Yeah. People were gonna say. <laughs> right. People like, and I remember this being an athlete. Uh huh. 
Remember when uh, Charles Barkley said, I'm not a role model. Mm-hmm. Charles Ariana Barkley said the same thing too. was yeah. one of the top five basketball players in the world at that time. Mm-hmm. This was, I believe, 1992. He had just come off going to the finals and losing to Michael Jordan in the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. And they were about to play in a dream team. And Charles Barkley was on the dream team. He got into a fight in a bar. And he did a whole PSA like, yo, I'm not a role model. Right. Thinking that if I show you that I'm human, just like you, and you do, you shouldn't look up to me. Mm-hmm. Because if you look up to me, you're going to see how flawed I am. He probably thought, I'm going to get people off my back. You know what them people said? Piled on. Man, fuck that. You are a role model. You make how many millions of dollars? Right. You have no choice but to act the way we want you to this act. This is what we pay you for. Yes. This is what we pay you for. Yes. So the moral of the story is ultimately. Don't become a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, for real though. Like for Bruh. real. Um, understanding, understanding that decorum works on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yes. Celebrities should have decorum. Because you have a huge responsibility. When you ask people to support yes. you and spend their money, mm-hmm. buy your products, mm-hmm. you have a responsibility. Absolutely. Not to agree with everything your followers want, but to use discernment with the messages you put out and not be divisive. Right. And create more harm. Right. That's the only responsibility you have as a celebrity. You don't have to share, mm-hmm. but you have a responsibility. To not be divisive. You have a responsibility to understand that you've asked these people to support you in a lot of ways. Right. So you can't abandon, abandon them, them right. in times that they may where, need that. when they need that. Yeah. Right. And you also have to be like, you have to be aware. For example, we are, well, we're not at war, but there's a war happening in the world right now. Yes. And I had made a video with Kadeem weeks before and in joking before we actually went to war, before the war became a big deal, I had made a joke and she had on camo. Pants. It oh, was yeah. green and pink, pink and camel green. pants. Yes. And I said, man, you look like an AKA going to war. Right. Me using discernment was saying people are actually in war right now, losing loved ones. Absolutely. This joke is not funny. It would be tone deaf to post. You know, it would be tone and deaf. And you asked about it. You said, I asked, hey, what do you think? And I, asked I said, you, absolutely I asked Matt, not. Yep. I asked Matt. And both of you were just like, I wouldn't even mention it. Mm-mm. And and I think that's the responsibility, the decorum. Right. That a celebrity has to have. Right. Understanding that you do have a bunch of people. What is going, before I post this, Mm -hmm. what is happening that this may be taken the wrong way? Read the room. Yes. Read the room. And that's the only responsibility you have, not to be divisive and not to cause harm. Yeah. But celebrities don't owe nobody nothing. Right. They don't owe anybody anything. and But they're also decorum on the sides of people who are not celebrities. Right. Just because that person you look up to may make a lot of money or may be popular does not mean that that person is intelligent enough to give you advice or to make a statement on behalf of anything mm-hmm. just because they're popular. Just because. That's so let's fact. understand the quorum works on both sides. Mm-hmm. You expected that person to speak on your behalf when it comes to politics yep. or marriage mm-hmm. or finances. Hey, you're setting yourself up for failure. Because if I need to go in for surgery, I ain't calling a mechanic to see what he, <laughs> right. what he, what he trying to say. He fixes stuff. No, a popular mechanic. Right. A popular mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or, or IG, or I'm not IG. going to the Michelin man. Like, Hey, what do you think about this? You know, no. thyroid issue I got? No, sir. No. You might work on stuff, but you ain't about to work on me. <laughs> All right, y'all let's go take a quick break. Uh, let's think, uh, no, we're going to take a quick break. Oh God. All right, y'all let's take a quick break. We're going to pay some bills and then we're going to move into listener letters. So stick around and we'll be back. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. 
O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages, so no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, listener letters. Um, we are back. I'm going to jump right in. We don't have a lot of time, so we're going to read one today. Okay. I just want to say thank you to Val and Kadeen for remaining disciplined and seeing the bigger picture for people like us. Well, thank you so much. Yes. You guys are amazing. My husband and I have been married for over a year. I love that man so much. Ah, that sounds good. Oh, sounds One of like the issues. Me. I love my man. Thank <laughs> you to my issues... man. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> One of the issues I have with him is his weight. I don't know an approachable way to express my feelings to him for him to receive what my thoughts and opinions are. Mm-hmm. I've expressed it before, but it wasn't in a loving way him to take it. I've tried the loving and encouraging way, but it doesn't resonate with him. His weight is an issue for me. I met him in college. He was a young tenderoni. <laughs> to then meet him back in Texas, he had gained weight, but not much to where I couldn't take it. Plus, he was working out heavily then. Now, it's out of hand. I understand a man has to eat, but guys, this is out of hand. 
He would juice and eat right after for a couple hours to now picking up food on his way home, grabbing McDonald's, cookies, etc. He is bottom heavy. So he has thick thighs, paws, and a butt bigger than mine. Child. I have a nice one. <laughs> she said, and I have a nice one. Nice size It's getting one. to the point where <laughs> it's embarrassing and I don't want him to, I don't want to take him nowhere. The mm. way he runs in his family, what is, uh, what is a loving, approachable way for him to understand that I don't like it and it's time for him to change? I heard his feelings last time and made things worse. I love him, but I'm now embarrassed. Uh, he can do better, but how can I influence him to do better and be consistent? Wow. Ooh, this is a topic. Wow. A man with a booty bigger than mine? Like, ooh, I don't you got, like a meaty fat, a fat booty. too. Child. So I can't imagine. We can't be in competition. No. We definitely can't be in competition. However, she did say she said something the first time and then it kind of backfired and made things worse. He might even just be rebelling because that's not some shit I would do. Oh, God. He's Sagittarius. Just to be petty. He's a Sagittarius. He's a Sagittarius. No, dead ass because sometimes it's just like, oh, like, and you've been guilty of that too. It's like, oh, I say something about it. You don't like the way I said it or I'm trying to put a parameter on you and you're just like, just to rebel. Yeah, but I'm not going to go get McDonald's just to rebel and, and, and get out of shape. And put my health at risk to rebel. That's, That's true a little too. extra. That's true too. And it's funny because this is like a, a reverse. Like usually you'll hear about women gaining weight after like childbirth, this, that, nah, nah, and the third, nah, nah, and she nah, got nah, big. Nah, but nah, now nah, it's nah, like nah. a woman not nah, attracted nah, nah. to her husband because nah, 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 nah. he got. No, 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 no. It's not the reverse. Women have been saying more, re more frequently now that they have issues too with their husbands who gain weight. The problem is back in the day, there was no voice for them to express that. Mm. But it's always been a thing. Mm -hmm. It's always been a thing, but they can't express it the same way men have felt like it's been a thing, but I can't say nothing because I hurt my wife's feelings. This is the truth, ladies and gentlemen. When you meet someone, physical attraction is part of it. Man or woman. Yes. That's the physical attraction yes. is part of it. That's, yeah. You could say, oh, it's the heart. Oh, it's how they make me feel. Oh, it's they're a good person. Absolutely not. No. Y'all are liars. Yes. <laughs> for saying that. Because I know for for me, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm when I met you, you, you know, I resembled I was a, a young tenderoni. Yeah, you were a young tenderoni, resembled a pot spoon. I knew you would grow into <laughs> your resemble <laughs> I knew you would grow into yourself and whatnot. But no, you you say day in and day out that you maintain a certain level of physicality for yourself, but more so for me, because I deserve to have that. I want as, to look the way you remembered me because I want you to constantly have that feeling of desire. Des yes, I want that for That's you. That's important, y'all. Yes, I want that for you. Like, it's important. I, I want that as a man as well. Yeah. But I also want to walk in the door, walk out of that shower, get done working out, and have my wife say, ooh. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, I remember when. Right. And if it's something I can control, right? Right. Take away health risks. Right. If it's something I can control, I can eat better. I can work out more. I can make better life choices. I should do that for my spouse or my significant other. And she should do that for me. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. This whole idea in I just want to be lazy and you're going to accept me as I am because the Bible says accept me as I am. is just a, a crock of shit. Mm -hmm. It's a crock of shit, bro. It's an easy way to set the bar lower so that you have to do less. Mm hmm. And the truth of the matter is most people who set the bar lower for themselves still expect more from their significant other. Mm. So you set the bar low, but now expect that man to stay in shape or that woman to stay in shape. No. Or how stay about, interested. Right. How about you set the bar high for yourself and stay in shape for them and then say, babe, let's do this together. I was about to ask her, if I'm, or not ask her, but I was wondering if she's in shape and it's a thing that they can do together, right? Because she mentioned talking about it before, but is it like a blaming him for getting weight and then not... 
giving well, him actionable things to help him she didn't be motivated. Give us, she didn't give us a breakdown of that. But I will say this, gentlemen, gentlemen, just because your wife hasn't said to you that the little bit of weight gain is unattractive doesn't mean that she doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. My, I have a, I have a, a group, a, my, my guys group of mm-hmm. married guys, and we discussed this. Yeah. Like, yo, have you been working out? What do you look like? You, why would you do that to your wife? Like my, me, me, Bo, Reef. Like we get in and we like, yo, you gained about 15, my G. Yeah, that's true. You say the same thing to your brother. But yes. he gains weight. Well, I'm yeah, like, yo, what true. are you doing? Like, that is definitely you, true. You expect that woman to mm-hmm. come home and bust it wide open and be ready to do all this stuff for you and you not keeping up your end of the bargain? Mm-hmm. No. I, I am never going to be on that train where I'm allowed to just gain weight. No. You have a thyroid issue. You hurt. You got into a car accident. You're going through menopause. You're an older person who's dealing with an issue, a medical issue that mm-hmm. you can't do it. Right. That's, that's different. That's different. Yeah. But you just choosing to not do it. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Or because not even if you put the was, effort in. Right. Because if you were single, right? Most single people do what? And this is my thing. This this is the thing that bothers me with you ladies. I'm going to shout you out a little bit here. You and this guy, right? Y'all not doing well. You gain weight. He cheats or he decides he want to be with someone. What's the first thing you do? <laughs> I'm going to go get, I'm going to get right. <laughs> I'm going to go get my body right. I wanted so I'm, bad to not agree with you. <laughs> I was like trying to stick up for y'all ladies. But I know about three people come to mind right now that that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. They broke up with homeboy. And got she was right. just like, eh, 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 and then in the gym, heavy. Bomb. Looking bomb now. You but know, but Why yeah. not do that for him while he was there? Yeah. And it goes both ways. Facts. Right? We've been saying, yo, there's a whole contingent now on social media. King, work on yourself. King, work on yourself. That girl ain't working. King, work on yourself. How about you work on yourself while being with somebody? Not after you've left them to work on yourself. That's true. Work on yourself continuously while you're with somebody. Be the best version of yourself. And, And not only for them. But for yourself. Yeah. I was, be about healthier. To say, yeah, I was about to say, like, even when we've had issues with, like, just consistency on my part in the gym, it was never because you didn't like the way I looked at nah. various phases. It was you just trying to hold me accountable saying, Kay, like, you need to be consistent with this, like anything yes. else in life. And me complaining about the things that I wanted to achieve. And you're just like, you're never going to achieve those things you're if not you're doing not doing it. it consistently. So it's like, it's coded in love. And sometimes, sometimes it's tough love. Yes. Um, but I do think, sis, that it the approach may be, you know, trying to do things together. It's a lot more fun when we do it together. Deval and I were just talking about this the other day because he was just like, you know, I see working out together as like bonding time. Whereas he likes to get up in the morning, he'll brush his teeth and he'll go right to the gym. Me, I got to get up. I got to have my coffee. I got to like sit. I got to marinate. I got to get some energy. I just can't function like that in the gym. And we've learned to agree that, okay, we do things differently, but I get my workout in. Ultimately, I get my workout in, he gets his workout in, and we've been doing it consistently that way for the past few weeks. We've learned, or I've learned, that Kadeen is going to do what Kadeen wants to do mm-hmm. on her time and in her terms. Mm-hmm. So you know what Deval is going to do? I'm going to tell Kadeen, I'm going to tell Kadeen exactly what I require, mm-hmm. what I need. You find a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Because when you require something and you need it, I find a way to, to get, get it, it done. done. That's I'm a not fact. I'm not going to mince my words or say it in a way because ma'am, there's no way I can tell you to talk to your husband to make him feel better about it. You know your husband. Mm-hmm. Listen to your husband. Listen to him and say, "Hey babe, what's going on with your weight?" Let him tell you what it is, mm-hmm. and then when he tells you what it is, 
support him, but also tell him what you require. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Like we can hold our spouses responsible. You, yeah. you, you, you gonna, we're going to spend life together. Life. This is what I require, baby. Tell me what you require. Mm -hmm. Do we agree on what we require and what we can perform for each other? If we do, let's work on it. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. This whole be gentle and talk when it night, be kind and eh, eh, eh. That's just <laughs> too much of that these days. That don't work over here. <laughs> Babe, you like, what you like? Six packs? You like beards? Mm -hmm. You like to me to be a little bit lean, but a little big? I'm going to mm -hmm. work on that. You know what I like? Mm -hmm. I like 36, 28, 42. Can you do that? Period. If, if Kay would have said, I ain't with all of that, I'd have been like, cool. This We don't work well together because that's what I require. If I didn't want to have give us get a six pack or work to grow my beard, because I don't like growing my beard. Yeah, he I grow like it that. out for her. Mm -hmm. But I feel comfortable making a choice doing that because I know that's what she likes. Yeah. We chose to do that for each other. Mm -hmm. So we happy with each other. Yes. I can't tell nobody how to make their husband feel good working out. Right. I can't tell a woman how to feel good working out. Y'all got to talk to each other. Facts. Find and out what it is and talk clearly and directly to it. Don't talk around. Mm -hmm. That's that. You know what? That's my advice. Don't talk around each other. Right. And working out too. I've had moments where I'm just like, "Devout, you can't talk me into feeling like doing anything." No, you can't. No. Because workout for me, I felt like was an extremely personal thing in terms of just finding the energy to do it. You know, my method, yes. how I want to do it, my approach. But eventually, something had to click in me to be like, "Okay, this is the result that I need and want for myself first and foremost, and then my husband's going to reap the benefits of it too." all the better. That was the motivation that I needed to even sometimes just get the kickstart yeah. because sometimes the rut is just trying to get it started. Once you get in there, it becomes addictive. So good luck to you, sis. Um, hopefully you can just be uh, straightforward, but also yes. take an approach with him that is coded in love and coded in support. But straightforward. But straightforward, for sure. And, and, and when he's straightforward with you, be willing to accept it. And don't judge him for it. Yes. For sure. All right, y'all, keep writing in to us. You could be featured as one of our listener letters if you do. So email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. All right, moment of truth time. We're talking about celeb culture when it comes to decorum and social media and what to speak on or not speak on and what we really think about that. Do you want to hear from your celebrity person or not? This is my moment of truth. Social media has made people feel entitled to hearing from quote unquote celebrities mm -hmm. about everything all the time. Mm -hmm. And my moment of truth is those people are not qualified to talk about everything mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. So stop expecting them to talk about everything, everything all, all the, the time. time. And as on the other side, as a celebrity, mm -hmm. you have a responsibility to make sure you educate yourself mm -hmm. and not be a tool for de divisiveness mm -hmm. in a world where it's so easy to take a little bit of comment and blow the world up because they can say so-and-so said this. Yep. Be smart, celebrities. Be smart. Don't be a tool and use for divisiveness in people. Give them a little bit of, of empathy and understanding that they may not know what they're talking about. My moment of truth, I'm going to reiterate something that I said earlier because I think it's so, so, so spot on with the way I felt lately. Some are posting on social media. Some are protesting in the streets. Some are donating silently. Some are yeah. educating themselves. Some are having tough conversations with family and friends. 
People are doing things and working through them in their own way. And we cannot hold people to the standard that we feel and see fit for them when it comes to how they deal with situations, particularly pertaining to social media. Some people are yeah. doing things behind the scenes and silently and with the core group of people who they have access to where their help and their voice is more tangible in that moment. A revolution has many lanes. So don't judge. Be kind to other people as long as we're working in the same direction. Period. Period. All right, y'all. That is all we have for you today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Be sure to find us on Patreon to see exclusive Deadass content video, exclusive family content. If you have not subscribed yet, jump on, baby. Jump on. Are you guys watching the doc sidebar? I feel like mm. at this point, you guys should be in mm. it. It's okay. Mm. In it. And mm. preparing for our live shows. Pick a city, y'all. Pick a city. I know some of y'all are dying for us to get to certain cities, but... Based on logistics and whatnot, we're in certain spaces. Try to get there. Make a weekend out of it. Make a trip out of it. You can also find us on social media at Dead Ass the Podcast. You can find me on my page, Kadeen I Am. And I am Devout. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pick up your copy of We Over Me, the counterintuitive approach to getting everything you want out of your relationship. That's yes, right. It's sir. a New York Times bestseller, and it's available everywhere books are sold. Also, in audio form. Yes. Get your hard copy. Run it up, y'all. Run it up. Run it up. Deadass. Holiday time coming up. Do it. Deadass. <laughs> Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.